Hey there, welcome to the New Church Podcast, where we have honest and authentic conversations around Jesus and his mission. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, Eric is my name, Pastor Andrew is to my left, Yo. and we are really excited uh, for this episode of the podcast, uh, episode five. We're already yeah. at. We're I can't believe about. we made it this far. I know, five already. It seems like it's been five weeks. Feels six, like it's been six weeks, actually. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, guys, I, I'm really excited for our conversation today. I think it'll be, uh, I think it'll be interesting to, to our listeners. Um, but we want to hear from you. We want to talk about the things that you want us to talk about. So yeah. make sure you give us feedback. You know, comment on the the YouTube channel mm-hmm. or send us an email. Uh, let us know uh, the things that maybe you have questions about or you'd like to hear discussed. Things that you think would be interesting because really we're just making it up. So unless you <laughs> we're doing yeah, we're doing the best we we're can. We're making up what we think yeah. we should talk about. We're not making up the things we talk about. True. Well, we're, not all of them. Yeah, we're 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 coming up with our own ideas. But we yeah. want we want you to come up with ideas. We want to talk about the things that so our they listeners can comment. Are talking about. What else can they do? They can like it. They can like it. What they else can, can they do? They can subscribe to the YouTube channel. You can do that. Yeah. You can email us. Yeah. You could text me if you know me personally. We'll put your text message <laughs> number and mine in. We'll put them both in. I'm, I'm good our with that. emails and our phone numbers in the show notes cuz I personally It's on the website. I'm more likely to just text somebody that I think I have a connection with there or that go. I actually feel like I have access to. There you go. One of my favorite things all time is when um, Bob Goff, at the, ba- at the end of his book, Love Does, he wrote that book, Love Does. Yeah, that's right. And he put his phone number at the end of yeah. the book. And I was like, it's not real. <laughs> and it is. It's literally his phone number. I was always too intimidated to actually call him. But he was literally like, look, here's my phone number. Yeah. And I'm like, first of all, who that's has a pro move. time to answer the whole world's phone numbers? And obviously he does. But then I was like, you know what? I, I feel... It'd be interesting to call like it now I'll, and see if he like changes his mind. And he was like, I'm tired of these people calling me. Yeah. It just feels like people who do these kinds of things usually feel inaccessible to you. You feel like, oh, I don't have any input on that. Yes. I can't actually contact them. I can't. And the reality is... You, you can can't. talk to us. You should. Yeah. You should. I love that. Well, uh, yeah, that's that's a great point that... You know, we, we want to be in, uh, you know, in conversation with you guys. And we also want you to share with your friends. Let's be honest. Yep. We, we, we hope that this content is helpful. And if it is, uh, let people know about it so that we can get it out to more people. You're just saying it really nicely. I'm going to say we put a lot of work into this. We spent a lot nice. of time, put a lot of work into it. And the reason why we do that is because we think it could be helpful uh, content for other people as well. For sure. So we want to do it for our church and for our community and for your people, but also people you're connected to. Yeah. And so um, we're going to do the work and continue to do the work because we care about it and we would love it if you actually care about it too and you're part of it and you're connected to us to actually let other people know that it's here, that it's accessible, that it's worthwhile. That'd be really great. And in, in, in a way, that segues us into our topic for today. How? Because we're going to talk about what the church is and what the church does. And so you just mentioned something that people of our church can do. Um, and I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. So um, our, our, our topic today is ecclesiology. Ooh. What does ecclesiology mean? That's master's a, degree. That's a big word. Come on, master's degree. Um, ecclesiology is really just the study of the church. Ecclesia is the Greek word for church. So ecclesiology is the ology, the study of the church. Study of the church. So yeah, and and I think it's important to know that in like that we do that is an area of study that we we find very very helpful and valuable as members of the church. Yeah, there are people who spend their whole life yep. and have and PhDs and teach at seminaries just on this one topic alone, 
the church. What is the church? What is the nature of the church? What is the purpose of the church? What should the church look like? What did it look like? Yada, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. There's people who spend their whole life studying Mm -hmm. that and writing papers on that. And we at Renew Church actually care about that. Like we want to know what the expression of the church should be or could potentially best and most effectively look like in today's culture and context. But we also want to make sure that it is the church. It is what Jesus started. Yeah, and and so if you guys can uh, put down your your favorite ecclesiologist in the in the <laughs> comments, you know, I know you guys are are buying the latest ecclesiology books. So, you but actually, would. they there probably are. are. Some people are probably reading yeah. it and they're not even realizing that you're reading ecclesiology. It just yeah. sounds nice. I mean, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Francis Chan is a is an ecclesiologist in a way. He's yeah, he just wrote that about, book. Yeah, talking about what the church is and what it should do and modeling that for people. Some yeah. people love it. Some people... I don't know anybody who doesn't like Francis Chan. I do. You don't like Francis Chan? I said I know people who don't. Oh, you do? I didn't okay. say whether or not it's me. Oh. I didn't say it's not. <laughs> I didn't say it is. <laughs> See, a good interviewer would, would press you until you... you. But you're not a good betrayed. interviewer, so <laughs> no, we're not. okay. <laughs> no, no um, I do, I do. So uh, I, I just thought it would, it would be a cool kind of leading question and something that I think that we don't really talk about, but that in this season of, of time in mm-hmm. our lives, uh, we are kind of rethinking, or, or at least um, it's come to the surface of our awareness, uh, what what is the church? Yeah. You know, what what is the church? And if you had to reduce it down to like the irreducible minimum, you know, elemental form. What is the church? Uh, so let's just start there. Like, what what, uh, what what comes to your mind when you when you hear a question like that? What are the what's the irreducible minimum of church? Uh, I think the first thing you have to do before you even get there is you have to you have to have the conversation about the local church and the universal church. So you have right. to at least separate those out because. Yeah. A lot of people are saying, this is what the church is and should be. And they're referring to the universal church, the capital C church. Right. And what we mean by that universal church, not the denomination, the universal church, right. not the Holy Roman Catholic Church, right? We're talking right. about basically the community, the global community of believers. Anybody who is a follower of Jesus or has been a follower of Jesus mm-hmm. uh, is a part of the capital C church, i.e., you know, we're the saints. We're the followers of Jesus. That's what yeah. you call the church. Right? Anyone so, who is a follower indwelled by the Holy Spirit. Yes. You're yeah. part of the, the church. church. And so we're referring to the church should be this. We're referring to that as well. But right. most of the time, what we're actually talking about when we say the church is talking about the local church. Right. When we talk about it, usually we're saying lowercase c church. Yeah. And really what that is, is the local gathering of Jesus' people and local expression of Jesus people, local faith communities, basically mm-hmm. not like the, not the idea that I am in community with people in China who follow Jesus, but the reality that I hang out with you yeah. on a weekly basis. Well, I don't actually get to hang out with you on a weekly basis. I do actually right yeah, now. Right now we do. But, um, but the people I well, spend time in, you know, local community together who are Jesus following people. Right. Yeah. And that, and that's an important distinction too. I'm glad you brought that up because uh, a lot of times people, um, they make these uh, uh, conclusions. They, mm-hmm. they, they draw these conclusions about, um, you know, their local church or the, their, their church as a, as a whole or, or the universal church as a whole, um, you know, and they, they kind of confuse the two concepts. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's something that actually is in scripture, mm-hmm. right? Paul often refers to when you gather with the church, 
you know, referring to a local gathering of, of God's people. Yeah. Um, and, and he also refers to the church as a, a broad kind of uh, every all-encompassing people of God. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it's important to dis- distinguish those because, um, you know, the scripture does. And so it says different things to different groups. Yes, it does. Right? And so it can be a little bit complex. It's important. Yeah, it's important because, yeah, sometimes you'll say, this is what it says about the church. And really what it's talking about is the yeah. church. It may not be talking about, you know, the seven people you hang out with on a weekly basis in your right. living room studying the scriptures, right? It may be referring to this. Or sometimes, you know, we think it's referring to this and really it's talking about right. the seven people you're studying the Bible with in your living room. So, yeah, it is important. Yeah. Yeah, so now that we have that kind of foundation, mm-hmm. um, like when, when we think about uh, the, the irreducible minimums of church, um, are there things that jump out to us? Uh, let, let's, let's start from a cultural standpoint. When we say this to your average Joe sitting in a, a church somewhere in North America, when we say, what are the irreducible minimums of church, what do you think they would say? What do I think they would say? What do I think they would say is that be, there needs to be some sort of singing. Yep. Um, church is a place that you go. They would probably say at this point, they say sometimes it's a building, sometimes it's not, right? I think yep. the average church-going person understands a church is not a building, it's people, right? We mm-hmm. get that. A lot of people who don't follow Jesus don't understand that. When they think church, they think literal, physical yep. building. The, you know, most of the church understands that it's not that. So they would think, oh, it's, it's where the people of God are gathered and what do they do? Well, at least what I've seen and only what I've seen really is they, yeah. they sing songs, right? The same songs over and over again. Yeah. Uh, they call it worship music. And they, someone gets up there and talks, does a little sermon, sermonette or a homily. That's a good word. Yeah. Um, homily. Or TED Talk, whatever, however progressive your church <laughs> is, right? Um, so there's that. There's, you know, something to minister to children. And so there's a Sunday mm-hmm. school, maybe. Uh, and, uh, and there's maybe community service projects. So that would be yeah. the average person, when they think church, and they would think... One thing I always would look like if I were, a, a, a sh- you know, out looking for a church is, is there coffee? Good coffee, yes. Good coffee. That's an important distinction because there's. I've been to a lot of churches. There's some terrible church coffee out there. Oh yeah, most Don't churches church are doing coffee. coffee. Yeah, yeah. Very few are doing it well. <laughs> uh, Mayfield West has the unique advantage of being connected to Butter and Cup. They do. So and they get so like hail fancy coffee. They get fancy. But coffee. we did have some people not to go down a rabbit trail, but we'll go there because this is fun. Um, uh, there were some people like last year that were like, can't stand this coffee. And we're like, what are you talking about? This is like, well, this is good. They're like, like micro get- roasted, locally roasted, good, like Toronto, the junction, you know, yeah. community coffee. Like this is the, this is the cool stuff. This is the good stuff. And they're like, I, I like Tim Hortons. And we're like, well, that, I mean, you can't. <laughs> Never mind. I was what? gonna, I was gonna say something. I was. Do we know these people? Never mind. Uh, I'm just gonna keep going. That's that's not good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna potentially insult this human being, but that's not nice. Not, so yeah. Um. So anyway, so good, good coffee. But yeah, that, I think in 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 North America, we think of uh, a place that we gather, whether mm-hmm. it be a school or a or a you know a dedicated church building. Uh, we think of Sunday morning. We think of some kind of preacher. Mm-hmm. We think of worship singing, and that's you know, that's pretty something for kids, and that's mm-hmm. pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so how accurate? Like, if we were to kind of measure it up, is that does that? Do you think that that's an accurate representation of what the ecclesia church, the our ecclesia church is, or or do we do we understand the concept of church to be something different than that? I think that's an accurate 
presentation of what the church can be in certain cultural contexts in certain forms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the fact that that's what almost all of us are doing, not everyone, but almost right. all, at least in North America, almost yeah. all quote unquote churches look similar to that. Uh, I, I don't, I don't think we should write that off as not the, the, a good uh, expression or the right, right expression or whatever presentation of church. Right. So I think there's, there's truth to all those elements. We talked about it in the liturgy podcast where we talked about like, it's liturgical and there's reasons why we do the singing. There's reasons why they do the preaching and that's all biblical, right? Mm-hmm. There, those are, those are, we do all those things because of what we see in scripture, the church is supposed to do and the expression of it should be. Um, the form has taken a particular, it's taken a particular form in the last hundred years in North America. That And that's a great, to. that's a great, a great word to use when mm-hmm. you, when you kind of put together, like uh, oftentimes you'll hear it function and form kind of linked together and yeah. talked about as, as kind of the balancing uh, ends of, of, you know, what our behaviors are and why those behaviors are the way that they are. You're saying form would be like what it looks like, the yep. actual behaviors, the action, and then the function is like the reason behind it. Right. Okay. Yeah. And I, and I think that that is, um, probably going going to be where our 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 time today is is focused around is is just the idea of what kinds of things do we do just because that's the form that they've taken, but and and what kinds of things are are the irreducible the the closed hand irreducible minimums. This is what the church is. Right. Right. Um, so so we've talked a little bit about the 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 forms. Let's talk a little bit about the functions. Yeah. Right. So in, in the scripture, you see a several times where the, the church is described. Uh, you know, one of, you know, one of them that, that sticks out to my mind is the church being described as the bride of Christ. And mm-hmm. that's kind of this, this broad concept of, of the people of God, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. those who would, who would trust in Jesus as their Savior, dwell with the Holy Spirit, um, and followers of God in his way, right? And so, um, you know, you have this, this, this function that's like, okay, well, we operate as like God's people. Yeah. Right. What What are the things do you do you hold as like function level things that that have to be, right? It can take on a different form, but yeah. what are the things that have to be? It's good. Um, I would say function things that would fall under function are worship. So the concept of worship, giving honor and praise and glory to God, that is a function. That is a function that the church uh, uh, has. You, you can't avoid it. It's not something you choose to do. It is what the church is. It's a part of. It's a part of who we are. And when we live certain ways and do certain things, mm-hmm. we are performing the the function of worshiping. And so I would say worship, and that looks like a whole bunch of other things. Uh, takes I, on many forms. Takes on many <laughs> forms. Yeah, yeah. The most familiar form is obviously praise and worship music. Yeah. But that's we've talked, and we'll talk probably some more in future podcasts about worship. But that's not. That's that's a form of worship. That's not what worship is. Right. We just think of it as worship. So I would say worship is a function of the church. I would say mission is a function of the church um, yeah. that can look like a hundred different things. That could look like doing a super cool, relevant live stream service at ten a.m. on Sunday mornings. Found Ooh. at Renewtrust.ca. Wow! It could look like, like <laughs> nice plug, dude. Yeah. Um, it that. could look like that. It could also look like you know, walking across the street and serving your neighbor's soup and saying, God bless right. you. I mean, sure. So, yeah. but still mission is a function and mission. We mean, uh, not hoarding the good news of Jesus, sharing the good news of Jesus, right. uh, in word and in deed. Right. right. So 
Uh, I would say uh, those two things, and I would say uh, I would say teaching of the uh, teaching of the apostles is a function. Yeah. yeah. Right. That could be a that could be a five minute kind of quick snippet. Sure. Yeah. You know, a scripture reflection that could, could just be a, be a reading of the scriptures. I mean, that's mm-hmm. in in reality, the public reading of scripture is is really the the commandment. Yep. You know, right? Yep. And so, what Yehu's like you and I do on a Sunday is is to kind of uh, give our reflections on that. Yep. Yeah, um, and bring it bring it to life, contextualize it. Yeah. And then the other end of that spectrum is a three hour lecture in a seminary class. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. So I would say uh, I would say those would be. Those would be the primary functions. Is there, is there more you're thinking of? I'm trying to think. Um, well, you, you know, I, I you no, know, I, I think, I mean, I don't think we necessarily are, are intending to make an exhaustive list, no. but, but uh, yeah, I mean, I think that there, there is something to be said about uh, love and unity, you know, like that, like, or, or maybe the idea of family, uh, you know, the, the scripture describes it quite often as a, as a function, as a, as it, it's sort of a, a description of the essence of what it is. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily a, an action or activity. It's mm-hmm. it's kind of a they will know you by a, your love. It's an assumptive sort of thing. Um, but I think that like a church without love, it, I think ceases to be the church. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so it, it's sort of a necessary, you know, element. And I think you could probably come up with several more of, of those kind of things. Yeah, yeah. going off that, I, I was even I was thinking, you know, uh, carrying one another's burdens. So I just mm-hmm. connect to the family thing. It's a function mm-hmm. of the church. It's something that we do. Yeah. So there's so many things. You could keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, but, but I think our, our intention behind this, this conversation is to, to sort of identify, uh, you know, in times when the form is interrupted, sometimes we can, uh, we, we are forced to look again at what, things are function and what things are form. Yeah. And so at the time of this recording, obviously we're, we're still in the midst of the, the, the COVID um, uh, quarantine. And so we're not able to meet together mm-hmm. and there is a functional element to, uh, you know, don't neglect the gathering of the believers, yep. right? There's a, there's an imperative statement that tells us that we're supposed to be together yeah. um, as the people of God. So what do you do with that? Like in, in our current reality, what do you do with the idea, you know, be together? Yeah. I think for me, I mean, I've had to, I've had to think through what does it mean to be together? Um, to me, to be together, uh, at least in this season, can mean uh, being in real communication with real people. Right, that's where we start to distinguish kind of the universal church and the local church. Right, there's the being together, we're all in this together, but I'm not, I'm not in 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 real communication in real time with a brother and sister in China, but I am here yeah. uh, with friends and family through social media, through video platforms, through texting, through, and th- there's a real person on the other side of that line, right, wherever right. it is, and so the be together to me uh, can be at least I think I hope it can be uh, being together in. In you know, in truth and spirit, but also, you know, in communication, right? I'm actually, yeah. I'm actually talking to you just it's through, it's through a screen, right? Right. It's through a wall, right? It's, it's through through your through a device or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a real person there, and I know that person. And there's yeah. community. So, so you're 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 kind of expressing that um, the intention, the author's intent was was community, and that his form just didn't perceive that one day we would be talking over the internet. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think anybody who wrote any of those words knew <laughs> was like we would be doing this. I, I, think, I don't think, I think they could have conceptualized Zoom calls one day. Yeah, it's fun. It's like when people 
I don't want to go there. Never mind. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, no, nobody had this in mind. Nobody right. had this in mind. Nobody had this in mind 50 years ago. Now, nobody had this in mind 20 years ago. So yeah, it's obviously not this in mind. But and I, and and I think when he wrote that, I don't think the author's intention. I'm 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 pulling it back to fit into where we're at, right? Mm. I don't think when he I think when he had when he wrote those things, I think what he actually meant was was like I can give you a hug and a high five, right? You know right. what I mean? I think that's what he meant. Yeah. But but I think you can extrapolate that. Uh, right. to, you know, a, a principle, right? Yeah. And I think in principle, we can live that out still Yeah, in this form. Yeah, there, and there are people, it should be said, that there are people who, I read an article about a, a, a church pastor in, in Florida um, who, you know, he, in my opinion, confused function and form. And so he had his church meet during the midst of this quarantine and he, he was arrested for that, hmm. you know? And um, I think that that's misunderstanding what the script, the heart of, the, of those passages are, yeah. what is the difference between function and form. And, and, and the gathering together is kind of easy to point out uh, amidst this season, um, but there are several things that get confusing for us mm. as, as church people um, when we talk about function and form. You know, I come from a church uh, that I love dearly to this day, and, and you know, the but if you walk in, it's very, uh, it, it feels and looks very different. Um, or actually, it feels and looks exactly the same as it did in 1972, right? right? You know, like nothing about the form really has changed. Uh, in fact, when I, uh, I, I would sometimes take people through, there's a particular room in, in our, our church building, right, that, that literally had not changed since the <laughs> 70s. And I would be like, hey, you guys want to be in a time capsule real quick? Like, right. check out this orange carpet, you know. And uh, I, I, I love the orange carpet room. It was awesome. Sounds um, like it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but but, but it, it's, it is a bit of a confusion between function and form. And, mm. and sometimes we, as church people, need to be aware that we often... Um, we often mistake nostalgia and and the desire of our meaningful experiences with God or with God's people, uh, and we put those into a function category when they really should exist in a form category. Yeah, I think it's important to say that function is universal and it never changes. Never changes. Function is eternal or eternal, whatever. Yeah. So function does not change Form can, does, and should yeah. change. Yeah, form should always change. And we saw that we see that even in the New Testament, mm -hmm. we see the form changing because one day they're allowed to do one thing and the next day they're not allowed to do it. So they have to adapt on the fly. And I think mm -hmm. we do too. Yeah. So the function never changes. The form always does and should uh, change. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I, I mean, we, we fall into the trap of this, you know, especially with excuse me, things like music or, or even like as trivial as decor, yeah, you yeah. know, or whatever. And, um, and I think, you know, luckily I, I think some like the zeitgeist in the church now is a little different, you know, like I think people are in, in a broad sense, uh, shifting away from that, um, kind of clinging mentality yeah. a bit, but, but we can get, we can get, uh, you know, we can we can still fall into those traps all the time. We do fall yeah. into those traps all the time. I mean, we're we can be honest. There's yeah. honest and authentic conversations. Yeah. We have people leaving our church all the time over form issues, over mm. form issues, and 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 that's okay. That's norm. That's going to happen. You you know, sometimes it hurts. Sometimes 
Not as much, no offense. Um, <laughs> right? So Sayonara. Yeah. But but yeah, that's the, people create disunity all the time in the church over mm. form. All the time. Yeah. And the biggest gripes people have are form. I've I, you know, I've heard I've heard very few people gripe about us not performing the quote unquote functions that the church is supposed to f- perform. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the time they may think that's what they're doing, but most of the time the gripe is about the form in which it's taking and that that form isn't the best form right. or it's not the most, you know, effective and or efficient or right. essential or whatever form, which is actually okay. Like yeah. we should self critique that and make it um, better. Yeah. Yeah. Be- because every church is, every church has strengths and weaknesses. Every church is, is does something pretty well and some things not as well. Mm. Some churches don't do anything well. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> no. So like we all are part of the body and we all have different strengths. We all have different passions. We all have different skills. We're all in different geographical locations and different yeah. contexts. We all have access to different people, right? Like right. we we're only doing this because God brought to this local expression, somebody who can pull something like this off at this mm-hmm. capacity. Other churches aren't doing it like this, not because they don't want to, or not because they're not performing the proper function, but because right. they don't have, they're not that part of the body. They don't yeah. have those gift presence to do that form, mm. but they're doing other things that are fantastic that we might not be doing yeah. that well. So, and and you're you're actually hitting on a couple things. Uh, one that I want to want to draw out is is that idea of if you look at the church as the big C church for a second, mm-hmm. and you look at you know, like Paul's writing about, you know, some of the people are gifted to the church to be, you know, and he uses a body, like an ear or a toe or a finger, you know, an eye doesn't say to the ear, why, man, I wish I could hear, you know, it's like, oh no, we're different. And in that difference, in that diversity, it's actually beautiful, wonderful, we can work together. And, and I think that that actually um, works on both levels, the local yeah. church level and the, the big C global church you know, me doing ministry the way that I know how, or the way that I, the expression that I'm, you know, I know, um, probably wouldn't work super well in India or in Ethiopia or in Texas, you know, like, I mean, uh, whatever. Or Or BC. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, the the reality is, is that, that, um, you know, some of those forum issues, you know, like, if, if you need that to be a part of your expression of, of worship, uh, then go and do it with those people and do it with all your might and be blessed in it, mm-hmm. right? You know, uh, I think that too many times we, we picket each other. Yeah, we do that And we like, you know, we fight it, it amongst each other when really it's like it's eye and ear issues and yeah. it's form issues that, that in a lot of ways we should just unite around, hey, Team Jesus you're a toe, I'm an index finger. Let's figure out what we unite on, which, you know, should be a lot of things. There's a lot of function things that we should unite on. All of them we should unite on. And the fact that you do hymns and we do, you know, rocking songs with, uh, you know, laser show and whatever, like that shouldn't be the thing that separates us Yeah. because Jesus unites us. Right, right. right. Um, So I, I think that those things are true. Um, yeah. So do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I, I do. I was thinking this in the context of, you know, worship is the, is the most obvious one, but, um, I was thinking, and we, we should, we can go into this. I was thinking like, what is the, what are the things that we don't do that well as a church? Mm. I was thinking, 
you know, there's there's things. I mean, we're constantly we're, 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 we we want to be self critical. We should yeah. be. We should self audit. Not as an individual follower of Jesus, and you as an individual follower of Jesus should self audit. Right. Yeah. If if you're called to something, you're passionate about something, you're gifted for something, you see a need in your community, you're not meeting it, you should self-audit and ask Jesus, is what I'm supposed to do and do it. We as a church should do that. We should be yeah. self-auditing all the time, and we are, and we're constantly coming up with things that we're falling short in or things that we see as, like, the church should be doing this or should be doing this well or should be connected to this or should be serving this need. And what I find so often is, like, I just feel like how do we – how do we do the stuff we're already doing really well that we're supposed to do well, that we're called to do well, that we are, that we're gifted to do well, mm-hmm. and also do that thing that we're either not passionate about, not called to, or doesn't make sense in the certain community that we're in or whatever, or do we just spend so much time looking at other body parts yeah. and wishing we were them and thinking, yeah. I want to be the body part that's dope I, at I being mean, all the body yeah, parts yeah, yeah, yeah. and leave everyone else in the dust. And and instead of have that mentality, have the mentality of like, we are the ear and there are people who are going to be reached because the ear is doing the ear's job. Mm-hmm. And let's just keep being the awesome ear. And if someone's a part of our community who is totally anti-ear or like, you know what I mean? <laughs> anti-ear. Like be okay with them not being connected to the local expression, that part of the body yeah. that is the ear, right? And I wrestle with that. And I don't yeah. even know if that's okay to think like. I don't even know if that's, you know, yeah. I, but, I, but I do. I, I wrestle with that all the time. Well, I think that that what we we tend to look at, we tend to, to judge ourselves and our success on form issue. Totally. And I think that that's a danger. Like, you know, we, it, it's butts and, and bucks, you know, that's how churches uh, measure themselves. It's, it's how many people come to our event and, and what our bank accounts look like. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that, 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 to me, that's incredibly sad because you're, you're, um, you don't, when you, measure, when you use those metrics to measure your success as a church, you're not thinking about function. You're thinking about form. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that you can be a huge, massive, gigantic church and be nailing it on function. Like, so don't, I mean, mm-hmm. I think that, in fact, I think most churches they probably are, doing are. Well, if, if they're doing well, yeah, they probably are. They aimed at function yep. and that, that, you know, success from a, from a form perspective came because they were hitting function yep. and, and that that's, people can smell that from a mile away. Right. So I think that that's often the case. Yep. Um, but I also think that the church with, you know, 12 people, um, and they're also aiming at function, that that's successful, right? Um, the, the, you pointed out, like, that sometimes we, we measure ourselves, like, man, I wish it was an ear. Uh, and I think, I think that that's, some of that's okay. I think some of it's okay because, because that scales, mm-hmm. right? Because we, we're part of a local church. We are a local church, but we're part of a global church. And we are a global church. And that, seeing what our brothers and sisters in South Korea are doing and learning from it and, and getting better at certain things yeah. to, to like, Hey, we're neglecting the ears in our community. Right. Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's, you That's know what good. I mean? Or we're, we're neglecting, you know, I, I don't want to 
hammer the metaphor too much, but, but I mean, it's true. Like, like we can, I think we should learn from, from other people, even local churches that are doing things well, man. If you, if there's a, if you feel like your local church sucks at discipleship, find a church that's good at discipleship and learn from them. Yeah. We're supposed to grow. Right. You yes. Know? Yeah. And so in that way, I think that that's okay. Yes. I agree with that. Yeah. 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 Cause I, and I find ourselves like, yeah, what you don't want to become are the people who are in a community of, of index fingers. Right. Yeah. And like you said, be the ear and, and just be stuck on the ear and say, we're not worthy ear. And it's like, no, you're dead. Like you're dying. Yeah. You're declining. You're right. not reaching anyone. You're not effective. You're not yeah. even performing the function of, yeah. uh, you're not even performing the function of mission well because you're stuck on, you're committed to being an ear when you really shouldn't be. Right. right. Or, you know, so I agree. I agree yeah. for sure. Yeah, that's good. I, that's I would say, too, like like if we if we could be honest just about like those who, you know, those of us who are watching this probably call Renew Church home or at least know it somehow. Yeah. But I mean, uh, here at Renew Church, I think that there's things that we're really good at and things that we're not really good at, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, you know, I, I would say that one of the things that I think that we're we're not really good at is this idea of ownership around um, like a personal ownership of our identity as the church hmm. you know like we, we were talking about about this a yeah, little what do you bit mean off by camera that? is is just the idea that the sometimes i think we um we get really caught up in uh church being an event that we attend and not something we are you know okay. like for those of you who who are indwelled by the spirit <laughs> uh Every fiber of your being is part of the church. Every decision that you make is a reflection of the church. You're you are an ambassador of Jesus. That's what the scripture says. Your family is all the time. To, you're and this we're not we're not looking for you to give us money, but your finances are are yeah. are a part of the church. There's no separation between parts of your life and being connected to the body of Christ and the church. Yeah, one hundred percent. The 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 things that you spend your time with. The things that the people that you know, that your your sphere of influence, mm-hmm. uh, your coworkers, your boss, all of those things, uh, they, you're you're the ambassador mm-hmm. of of the church. You are the church all the time. Yep. And that uh, we need to take ownership of that. That's good. You know, and I think some of us do that really really well. And and what's what's really hard is that most of the people who are going to hear this and go. Man, I need to do better as an ambassador of the church. Are the people who are probably doing right. it really yeah, well yeah. already, <laughs> uh, and that most of people are like, ah, that's not for me. Are probably the people who need to hear this the yeah, most. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's that can be really frustrating. But um, you kind of even brought that up with self-assessing. I think that that's important. You know, like just to to have that personal ownership. You know, of of the work of the church, and 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 really, you kind of have to go back to the Great Commission, the Great Commandment. You know, uh, Jesus said. Uh, love the Lord your God with everything you've got mm-hmm. and love your neighbor just like you love yourself. So that, that means take care of your neighbor the way that you take care of yourself. That yeah. means, you know, all, like yeah. it, it, there's a high level of ownership and involvement there. Um, and then the Great Commission is, you know, uh, Jesus pulls rank. I'm in charge of everything. Matthew 28, 19 and 20. I'm in charge of everything. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing in the Father, Son, and the Holy yeah. Spirit. And then it says, teaching them to obey all that I've commanded, right? And so this idea of like, I think this idea of event-based church existence is so radically different than 
than what the early church, than what Jesus would have taught. Yeah. Um, he, he taught it as a, as a manifestation of our reality from, from top to bottom. Yeah, I know? think I was thinking, I was picturing like if someone says, like, what does your church do in the community? Right. Mm-hmm. Usually we think of like as a corporate body, as an entity, what are the organized events that we do? What do we do a soup kitchen? Do we do a right. used clothes drive? Do we do, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and churches, churches should do that. But, yeah. but really the, what we should be thinking of is, is anybody in our community doing that? Yeah. And if they're doing that, our church is doing that, right? If like we are the church and if the church is participating in that and the church is, is, yeah. is living that out, i.e. you, me, yeah. but you as well, equally called to it, right. uh, then we as a church are doing that. We are about that. We support that. We are connected to that. We are participating in that. Right. What we hear a lot as pastors is we get a lot of conversation and a lot of dialogue and a lot of <laughs> comments about like, hey, this church is doing this. Why aren't we doing it? Or, right. hey, you should be doing that or we should be doing this. And the response on our end usually is, one, you're right, probably. Usually, <laughs> usually, yeah, right? Yeah. The odd time we're like, no, you're dead wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but most of the time we're like, yeah, yeah, you're 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 so right. Yeah. Uh, and then usually the follow up, at least from from my um, from my perspective, is, uh, are you passionate about that? And if they say yes, I'm like, then do it and invite me. Right. Yeah. Like I'll, the church is doing it if you do yeah. it. Yeah. The church is a part of it if you're a part of it. Right. The church is a, the church is on mission in that way in that respect. Mm-hmm. If you as a part of the church are doing it and I want you to tell me because I want to come along right. in the same way that I'm going to tell you every single week, show up to a live stream right. and yeah. share this thing and show up to this event that we're doing to this baptism thing. We're, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so yeah, I, th- I think of you're just reminded, like the, the early church wrestled with this too. They wrestled with function and form. Um, and you know, I, I, I don't, don't, you know, you know, criticize me if I'm wrong on the, the section, but I think it's Matthew or uh, Acts seven, when, uh, uh, or right around there, um, when, when the, there was this problem in the church where, where um, people weren't having their physical needs met. You know, mm-hmm. they were, there was kind of a, a, f- a food bank, if you will. And uh, um, they were like, okay, these, these Gentile people aren't getting as much as or as uh, the same attention as these Jewish people and blah, blah, blah. And so uh, there was this kind of moment where they were coming to the apostles saying, you fix our problem. We, what we really want is for you to be in charge of this program so that we can have this done. And, and wisely, the, the, our forefathers of the church, you know, our, the apostles were like, you know what, grab seven people who you trust and we'll put them in, empowered their leadership mm. so that something greater could happen, mm. right? And um, I, I think that that's important to note because... I think so often our passions as an individual, like if I'm just an average person at, the, at, a, at Renew Church, my passion, the things that I care about, the heartbeat that I have in my chest for, for the broken people in my community or the, the neighbors or the single moms in my, on my street or whatever it might be, um, the, that heartbeat, uh, we, we kind of stifle that or, or, or we, we silence it that because our no one else is doing it. Mm. And so uh, we we kind of just do the things that we're invited to do, you know, come to a live stream or, mm-hmm. or go to this event or sing these songs. And uh, man, I would love to see our people passionate about what they are seeing in their world mm-hmm. and saying, I want to find a way to make a difference. Mm-hmm. And I'll just tell you right now, 
Uh, we want to partner with you to do that. Mm -hmm. Like we, we have, uh, you know, budget for that sort of things. We have uh, volunteers who want to help with that. There's other people, guaranteed, there's other people in your church, in your Renew group, yep. who feel the same way or similar, that they want to do the same things. And yep. I think that that's kind of that ownership that I was talking about. I was saying, if we united around that ownership of who and what the church is supposed to be about, and we pursued these things, man, I'm an eye and I see this thing and I'm, I want to go after it. Uh, I, I think it would revolutionize the way that our church uh, functions. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And if we, and, and I guess do that, do that. And don't get mad when the people who, who aren't there with you aren't following you. Yeah. Like it, it your, your call to that, the, whoever follows you, whether or not anybody follows you into that or adds to it or gives to it or whatever, doesn't, doesn't uh, have any, um, yeah. it doesn't have any influence on your call to it right. and God's call for you to do it and your passion for it, right? Like, yeah. Our, people get discouraged, right? Yeah. They think, oh. And most of the time, it's just fear of that happening. Yeah. It isn't actually a reality. Yeah. Like, if, you, if your car breaks down, you would, be, you would be totally surprised at how many people will jump out of their car and help you push. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you, you'd be surprised at the people who will unite around a project like that, you know, and, and it might surprise you, you know, it might be, uh, you know, the, the church from a different, you know, theological ilk down the street, man, your big C church, you can unite around, man, feeding the homeless, mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. know, and, and, and that's the reality is that we're better together and that we can do this thing collaboratively. That's what the church was meant to do. And it's not, and it's not, um, it's not that people are less Christian if they don't get on board with you, because those yeah. people might actually be doing a lot of other stuff too, they got right? You see this so call. much, people get so discouraged and frustrated because yeah. I want to call people to this thing that the church is supposed to do, and the answer is yes, the church is supposed to do that, but nobody's following me there. It's like, it, it might be because they're, they're performing another yeah. part, of the, they're, they're performing another role in the body, and they're doing that really well, and so don't get discouraged by that. Trust in the call if it is. If you see it clearly out in scripture, this is what the church should be doing. You're passionate about it. You see the need and you can meet it. Mm -hmm. Like do it. And yep. some people might come alongside of you. And a lot of yep. others are going to perform other functions, other roles in the church. And, yep. uh, and that's a good thing. That's, that's, yep. that's healthy. Yep. And that's exciting. That's the kind of church I want to be a part. I yeah, think that's yeah. awesome. And I, and I think we're, we're kind of focused on uh, like social justice issues in, in this. Yeah. But, but there's other things too. You know, if, if you feel really passionate about, you know, uh, uh, teaching the scripture or something like that. Like there are spaces for that. Yeah. Let in, me give a shout out. Church. Aviv from the Medevo campus. Aviv. He's one of the elders of our church. Yeah. He's super passionate about worldview stuff and philosophy yeah. and stuff. And he put together a curriculum. Yeah. Put together a curriculum to teach our young adults and our students. And I was the youth pastor at the time. He, he ran it by me at one point. We talked about it, but then he just took it upon himself to like gather, you know, little cohorts of people yeah. and walk them through this, I don't know, eight, 10, 12 week thing. I don't even, I don't even know. Mm -hmm. And they came out of it and it was like, they were being taught all this amazing good stuff that I celebrate and it wasn't their youth pastor doing it. I didn't even yeah. know really that it was <laughs> happening until later. And I think that's awesome. That's exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. You have a gift of teaching. You're passionate about it. You call people together. It. Some people are like, "This is I want to I want to learn this," yeah. and and they're there with you and you teach them. Yeah. You know what? I, I just as we kind of wrap up, I want to tell you uh, something I learned just but, in this is because you know as this conversation has gone by, you know we were talking about function. I think one of the functions of the church is uh, is action. Hmm. I think one of the functions of the church that that maybe we need to pay more attention to is just 
pulling triggers, you know, mm-hmm. and saying, hey, I'm going to do this and let's start it. And, and we'll put our effort behind it and, and do it. Because, you know, I think so much of our church has become, uh, not our church locally, but, but the church in, in, in general, maybe North America, I'll just say North America, um, has been passive. We're just passive. You know, we're waiting for somebody like you or like me to, to, to do it for us. Or, you know, that we're waiting for somebody like you or me to develop a program for us mm. to do this. And, mm-hmm. and the reality is, is that it's, it's probably not going to happen. You know, the reality is, is that it takes someone like you, you know, listeners to, to, to raise a flag and say, Hey, I want to, I want to put my effort. I want to put my action. I want to be the church in this space. And I think that that's part of what defines the church. Actually, I'm thinking. I think that's. I think that's really. I think that's a really beautiful way to think about it. Um, I'm thinking first century Rome. Mm. The you know for Romans, the kingdom of God yeah. belongs to the theorizers, the philosophizers, the the, yeah. the studied, the um, you know really those who could sit around and just theorize pontificate. and pontificate, <laughs> right? That's the, the, they would think that that's the pinnacle of the human life. That's, yeah. If you can reach that point where you live a life that is just that, yeah. that's the kingdom of God. You're the closest to it is the life of thought. And, and for the church people, the Jewish people, the, yeah. kingdom of blo- the kingdom of God belonged to who? Yeah. It was the meek and the humble, those who served the needy, those who provided for those who needed it, those who cared for those, those who were action. Yeah. The, 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 yeah, the, the kingdom of God belonged to the, the ones who did, who yeah. acted and didn't just theorize or pontificate or, you know, idealize. Yeah, Yeah, that's good. I like that. That's beautiful. So I I hope we take something from that today. I mean, uh, I hope that that you guys uh, at home listening, you know, I hope that this inspires you to, to, to seek out what God has made you for, you know, God has given you some kind of passion. I believe that with my whole heart. And, uh, you know, our church needs you to join us in, in seeing that accomplished here in, in our church. And if you don't call our new home, man, go to your pastor and tell him what you're passionate about. Cause I guarantee you he's going to be, uh, all about it. So, um, guys, thanks so much for listening. Yeah. Uh, we, we love you guys. We're, we're excited to do this, uh, again next week. Um, stay tuned, make sure you, you subscribe, share this content. If you found it helpful, um, let us know again, we, we want to talk about what you want to hear about. So, mm-hmm. um, let us know in the comments or, or on other forms of communication, uh, what you'd like to hear about because we'd love to talk about it. It's good. All right. Thanks, Eric. We'll see you guys next week.